Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 34 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 34th episode of Talk Direction. I feel like we did 34 already, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> according to my notes, this is the 34th. I just right. feel like oh. these, like, couple of weeks have been kind of a blur. Because, like, yeah. I've been out of the country. I mean, I'm out of the country for the next couple months. But, like, the first, like, couple weeks. Right. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I hope that's right. <laughs> Who knows if it is? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's 34. Um, but anyway, Kara, how are you doing today? So, I'm definitely feeling more alive and peppier than I was last, um, last episode. It's so embarrassing, like, when I was going back to edit it, and I literally sounded like a reanimated corpse. Like, I literally did not sound like a human. And it was so embarrassing, because, like, we got an email that was saying that it was their first time listening to us, and, like, that was their first episode they ever heard of ours. I'm like, oh my god, what a terrible introduction to, at least to me, because, like, Caitlin was, like, great and fine, and I was like, honestly, like, could barely like string two words together but um <laughs> but uh, if they well, liked yeah. it anyway <laughs> then that true. means it can only go up from there <laughs> that is absolutely true um so yeah let's here's to hoping i see more live um yeah <laughs> i think this episode's gonna be a good one yeah uh firstly because it is my birthday today while we're recording yep and i am 21 today um and my birth occurred at, like, nine-something in the morning, so it really has been 21 full years. Wow. Um, and that makes me very excited. <laughs> and everyone's been tweeting me on Twitter, and it's been so nice. Um, I'm at college right now, and, like, my best friend is uh, away abroad from college, not, you know, Kara. She's also my bestie. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, my college best friend is away, uh... And it's, like, weird not having a lot of people here in person who knows it's your birthday. Um, So, like, feeling all the love on Twitter just makes me so happy. Um, And actually, my parents are coming to my college to take me out to dinner tonight. Um, They're driving here, which is nice. And then I'm going home this weekend to be with my family. Um, So lots of good things to look forward to. Um, But I gotta say, like, after starting this podcast, it's just so nice to have, like, the support that we have from the listeners um I feel like you guys are all my friends now so I know and it's just like that's how nice. like individualized that's probably not personalized that's probably a better term mm-hmm. and just like how they like know you and just like it's so cool yeah. like um people wish me a happy birthday when it was my birthday in November and it was just like it's so nice to like have yeah. listeners who like actually like care about you it's so weird to think yeah. about because like they've never met you weird. but like they still I like know. but like you care about them yeah. too so it's like you understand it yeah we're just like a little family guys all Aww. a big family um, <laughs> on another note um so as you know our episodes usually come out on wednesdays um but since kara has gone to england things have been um kind of difficult trying to figure out uh, when we're going to be recording every week. So planning has been a little bit off. So I don't know, Kara, do you think this episode will come out tomorrow, probably? Yeah, I think Thursday. I mean, not, not that they, not that they can, I mean, if they're listening, (laughs) it's already come out, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're saying Thursday. So we might, we'll, we'll let you know when we confirm what day the episodes will be coming out from now on. But, 
like stick with us and I'm sorry like this transition period is hard because Kara's in England so way to go Kara I know make things difficult it's so weird time difference like time is just such a weird concept and like it's I'm only five hours ahead but like you would not believe Mm -hmm. how like difficult that makes life not really I'm being overdramatic but like it's just so weird because like um it's almost seven o'clock here and it's like what almost two o'clock there right Caitlin yeah like I've already had like a complete day and you're barely just starting yours like it's crazy to think about it's so weird like I was like tweeting happy birthday at like 11 a.m my time or 10 a.m and it was like 5 a.m your time (laughs) and I was like that's probably not the best idea but like whatever like I did hey but I gotta wake up to a lot of lovely messages Mm. which was nice Mm -hmm. was good Um, And also, like, the five-hour thing, like, it's not only five hours, but because of our class schedules, like, there's not a good time. Either, like, we have to record super early or super late. Today is just, like, an anomaly, and it's, like, an okay time for both of us. But, like, it's uh, it's hard to match that up. And you know what makes it the worst is that I like to text Kara a whole bunch of things throughout the day, and because of the time difference... Like, either, if I'm texting at, like, 9 o'clock, she's probably asleep or whatever. Yeah. So, like, she can't respond until she gets them. So, like, I built up. Yesterday, I sent her, like, 10 in a row <laughs> and just, like, waited for her, you know? It's not like it's instant back and forth, so that's sad, too. I know. Could um, you imagine, like, the olden days when they had to, like, write letters and then wait, like, I don't even know how three they months? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so horrible. Oh, my God. Like, I can't imagine. Thank God for technology. I know. Amen. <laughs> okay, next announcement. We have a couple of announcements before we get into the main show today. Um, we will be starting to do advertising on this podcast because, as you know, Kara and I are both uh, college students who have no money. Yep. And we spent so many hours on this podcast every week because we love it mm-hmm. and we want to do that. Um and I don't know, it's it's such a good thing to do and we want to keep doing it, it, but it also, we have to put our own money out there to, like, host the website to sponsor our show, like, to host our show. It, I mean, these words probably mean nothing to anyone, but, like, in order to have a podcast, you need to have a website that you can upload um, your podcast onto, and that costs money depending on how much uh, content you put out. And because we put out more than six hours a month, um, it costs us $15 a month to host the podcast um, on top of things like getting prizes for the giveaway. That's all coming out of our own pocket. And as poor people, we can't afford (laughs) like a lot of doing that. And over a whole year goes by and that's 12 times 15 plus whatever else we've spent. So anyways, it's a lot of money for us. Um, So we're going to try doing different advertising things. Um, But we just wanted to let you know in advance uh, so that you can understand why we are doing it. And we hope it's, like, cool for you guys, because I think some of the things we'll be talking about are interesting. And we have um, some ideas for ways to make um, things relate to One Direction. I'm not going to talk too much about it. We'll get more into it next episode when we actually do um, a little advertisement. But, yeah, yeah so... Anything to say about that, Kara? Um, also, I feel like this is, like, a pretty, like, um, everyone does this disclaimer, but, like, we'll never be, like, promoting something we don't believe in, because, like, we're definitely not those kind of people, like, yeah, so, like, whatever we say yeah. and advertise about, like, we'll definitely believe in the product or whatever, mm-hmm. um, 
it just we want to make you know the podcast as best as it can be as great as it can be and um advertising can definitely help do that so like yeah, yeah. to fund giveaways and fund our actual podcast and, yeah <laughs> uh, so um yes uh, and then the next announcement actually is about a giveaway so Kara, go ahead okay so i feel like we've been talking about this for centuries but it's coming to a close um and i i know i said it was going to end on february 10th but i'm giving it four extra days so february 14th is going to be the last day that you can get your entries into this giveaway and the giveaway prizes are pretty great um you know there's posters there's stickers there's calendars so and they're all one direction related of course um and to enter this giveaway you have to do our listener survey um which is linked on our twitter it's linked on our instagram our tumblr um and you take the survey and you take a screenshot of the last page and you send it to us through whatever method you want to and you'll be entered and then um yeah that's it so it's pretty simple and um yeah so if you want to have a chance to win any of these like great 1d prizes i would definitely you know head on over and take this uh survey yes um i'm excited for that it'll be cool to pick people and be able to send them to them Mm -hmm. um so that's something to look forward to and then i feel like was there something else? No, I guess that's not. I thought I had another announcement to say. Um, but I just, to preview the episode, we'll be doing news as usual. And this episode, we're going to be putting the Made in the AM songs in the order that we think tells the best story. Um, as we know, we've talked about a theme of nostalgia and, like, looking back and, like, reflecting on years and your friendship with people as a, as a theme for the album. So we thought it would be cool to put the songs in the order that made sense to us. And neither of us know what the other has done. Um, So that will be cool to do it. Um, But let's go into news first. Um, We have two sort of news stories today. Um, The first one is about Niall starting a golf management company. Um, He's working with Mark McDonald and Modest... Um, management, which is the management company that manages One Direction. Um, So it's going to be Modest Golf Management. Um, And they'll be managing young up-and-coming golfers in the UK and Ireland. Uh, And when asked about it, Niall said, It's not something I've done before, but I play a lot of golf and I have a lot of good friends based in Northern Ireland. So the Modest Management team will definitely be on the lookout for new talent. So this is cool. So he's going to be doing something sort of completely different from music, um, but related to another one of his interests, which I think is pretty neat that he's able to um, like segue into something like that. And obviously he really likes golf. He's golf. He's friends with um, a number of golfers and he goes to tournaments a lot and he's caddied at them. Um, So I don't know, Kara, what do you think about this? Okay, um, I didn't think this was real. Like, I saw someone, like, making a joke about, like, him becoming, like, a golf manager or something, and I thought it was a complete (laughs) joke, but obviously it's not if you're putting it in here. (laughs) So, um, this is cool. Like, I think that we, like, when we were, like, projecting, like, what they would do on the break, I think that we've talked about, 
Niall maybe doing something with golf, but I think we've always said it, like, sort of, like, in jokey terms, like, oh, he's gonna, like, caddy for, like, some, like, his pals in golf or whatever, but I think this is, like, really cool, Mm -hmm. like, it's taking on the more, like, business side of it, and um, I'm sure that's gonna be, like, really cool for him, because I feel like it's, like, he's gonna be, I don't know if he's doing actual scouting for, like, the up-and-coming golfers or whatever, but I feel like that's sort of, like, uh, parallels, like, Louis um, looking for, like, up-and-coming, like, um, singers and stuff, so I think that's really cool Mm -hmm. that he's, like, gets to expand his horizons and, like, um, go into something else that he has, like, nothing, I mean, he has no real prior experience into, but, like, he really loves it, so I I think that'd be really awesome. I'm, I'm happy for him. Good job, Niall. Yeah, and I think picturing a young up-and-coming golfer who they'd want to, like, be managing them or be, like, one of their bosses or whatever. Niall is such a nice person. Yeah. And, like, super friendly and down-to-earth. I think that would just be, he's such, he's, a, like, a perfect person for that type of thing, Oh, yeah, you know? definitely. Um, so that's really cool. And then I had the question of what does this mean for him doing music over the break? I know when the boys were asked about, um, like, what they're doing over the break, Liam and Louie definitely... Um, wanted to keep writing music, uh, and I think the other boys sort of agreed, but I know Liam and Louie, like, really said it, stated it, but, and I don't know really what Niall said, but it doesn't, um, I just wonder, does this mean he's gonna focus, he's just gonna focus on other things during the break, or, or what? Um, I don't know, I feel like this could be sort of thing that he does, like, on the side, the golf thing, Mm -hmm. and I could see him, I I don't know, I could see him, like, kind of dipping his toes in a lot of pools. I don't think that's a phrase, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Like, I could... Dipping each toe in a different pool. Little tiny pools for each little toe. Um, (laughs) um, What was I trying to say? Oh, yeah, I could see him, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, um, writing some songs if, like, the mood hits him or whatever, but, like, also doing this and, like, you know, maybe, like, actually, like, playing golf. I don't know. And, like, exploring Mm -hmm. the world because, like, he has been... I don't even know. I think the last time... Um, I heard of him, he was, like, in Indonesia or something, and he's, like, there's Mm -hmm. been no pictures of him, so I feel like he's just, like, traveling around, doing his own little thing. I feel like, you know, like, since they have, like, literally all the free time, like, I'm sure he has, like, so much he wants to do, and, like, he has the time to do it all, so. And the money to do it all. Oh, yeah, that's also a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he can sort of go anonymous you know around I just like there were a couple pictures of him in Australia but it wasn't paparazzi photos like friends photos that turned up Mm. so I just I love that he's sort of able to do because he really did talk about wanting to go explore different places so I hope he's doing that you know I know maybe I'll like um see him in some hostel if I ever get around I mean I want to travel but like money and planning is not my strong suit so um but yeah who knows who knows and we we have friends who are, one of them's in Hong Kong and the other one's in Australia. Um, so who knows? I don't know. I feel like Minnie would recognize Niall. I don't think Sarah No, would. I don't think so. Sarah didn't <laughs> so, even know who Adele was um, yeah. until pretty recently. Actually, that was like five years ago. Never mind. <laughs> I think it was like 11th grade. But by then you should have known yeah. who Adele was. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, you know, maybe Sarah has bumped into Niall in Australia. Who knows? Honestly, maybe they're best friends and, like, she doesn't even know. And, like, he, maybe he intru- introduced himself as, like, Peter or something and, like, she'll just never oh, know. God. We should make her describe every person <laughs> oh she's <my> met. God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, next sort of cluster of stories. Cluster's not a good word. Mm. Cl- cluster's a weird word. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
it's all about Zane. So the first one is that he released the acoustic version of Pillow Talk, or the living room version, <clears throat> as it's called, which is now available on iTunes. Um, but you can also listen to it on YouTube. Um, and I thought this version really showed off his vocals. It sounded yeah. very live. It wasn't, like, fixed in a studio at all, so it was um, really raw, which I liked. And you got to hear the falsetto notes um, of him singing, and it, it just... It put a whole new twist on the song, which I really liked. And it it makes me super excited to hear him sing live. Mm -hmm. uh, Kara, what did you think of it? I was, like, really excited about it, too, because I think that um, with this, we got to hear his, like, vocal abilities a lot stronger and, like, his, like, how he twists notes and, like, makes them his own and, like, mm -hmm. changes each version. Um, and I think it's really cool because you don't get that from, like, the studio version. Um I don't know, because it's sort of just, like, the way it's supposed to be, I guess. And then in this live version, he can just do whatever he wanted. And I think that's, like, what he likes about music and about singing is, like, changing up the notes and stuff. And I think that's really... I don't know. It was, it was really interesting. And I think um, it's really cool that he even, like, put that out there and, like, put it on iTunes mm -hmm. and not just, like, released it. Um, so Yeah. Um, and speaking of live shows, Zayn is actually going to be on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon on February 27th. What? I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's listed as a musical guest, um, but I'm sure there'll be some sort of interviewer uh, interview as well. Um, and this will be his first television live like interview besides the Apple Beats One interview. Yeah. This will be like a, a TV show interview, which I think is pretty exciting. He's canceled a number of them in the past, so hopefully this one will pull through. I feel like because it's in an American show. Um, it would be dumb to cancel yeah. for Jimmy Fallon, which is pretty big. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, huge show. <clears throat> yeah, so I would say this is more likely to happen. <clears throat> um, and hopefully we'll we'll be able to hear him sing a song live. I don't know, do musical guests usually sing more than one song? Mm, or I think it's usually um, just one. Okay, so we'll, obviously it'll be Pillow Talk yeah. um, then. Uh, but I think this is just really exciting, especially after hearing the, the living room version of the song. Mm -hmm. um, and then also Pillow Talk. It's been over a week since it was released. Uh, and the chart information has come out about it. And it debuted at number one in the UK. Um, and it debuted at number one in on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, so that is really exciting for him. Um, this doesn't happen very often for uh, people in UK artists to debut at number one in the U.S., um, and Zayn is actually the only and first artist in history to have a debut single uh, become number one on Billboard. Uh, so that, like, the first song that an artist has put out go to number one on Billboard, which is crazy. Um, and I guess, obviously, it's because he was so big before with One Direction. Yeah. Um, but still, it's it's definitely a massive accomplishment. And mm -hmm. I've seen what he's saying on Twitter, and obviously he's super happy and proud and thankful um, for the fans and everything. So I think that was really cool. Um, and then... Also, I sort of had a question for the listeners. Um, the other night I was talking to my brother on the phone and he told me that he really likes Pillow Talk. And my brother is uh, 22 and he's like into more 
um, not like pop what music. He's more into like R and B and uh, I don't know other types of music. So him telling me this sort of because you know last week I was trying to decide if Pillow Talk was going to be considered cool. You know. <laughs> Um, a cool song and like become popular with people outside the One Direction fandom Um, and hearing my brother say this who's not a One Direction fan um, made me think that it definitely is and it debuting at number one Um, but I just wanted to ask people who are at home and listening to the radio how is it doing on radio play and do you hear people talking about it around you Uh, and I don't know how is it seeming to hold up compared to, like, a One Direction song, I guess is my question. So let us know about that, because I feel a little bit disconnected from that side of things. Um, what else about Zayn? I think that's it. Uh, I just, I'll just be interested to see what he keeps doing, because I know the other day on Twitter, um, he was like, I'm feeling bad, like, I'm feeling bad or naughty or something like that. Um, I might have to do something. So everyone thought he was going to release a song, um, another song. So I feel like we'll definitely have more music. Uh, I don't know if in the next couple of weeks or February, but um, definitely before the album hits, which is March 25th. Yeah, that's pretty soon, um, thinking about it. Yeah, it really is. These months go by so fast. I know. Also, um, he got a Snapchat, which is just Zane. Yeah. So I thought I that'd be of... worth mentioning. Those are cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think all the boys need to get Snapchat, especially Niall. I feel like Niall would use it. Yeah, except, like, now that Harry he's, like, undercover. No, Harry would never use it, but um, yeah. Liam would. He would just use mm-hmm. all the filters. <laughs> yeah, and give selfies. Yeah. And that's nice. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move into our main discussion, which is, I've labeled it, the story of Made in the A.M., Um, so, like I said earlier, we've seen such a big theme of nostalgia and looking back and remembering and wishing for old days, losing people you used to know, um, in, in different songs in the albums and through the songs we've done discussions on, uh, we've sort of, we've really found that as we dissect the lyrics and go into them. Um, so we wanted to, like put them in an order that made sense because some of the songs are very much like live in the moment and others are like reflecting back or you know after a relationship's ended or different things like that um and this reminded me actually of taylor swift's 1989 Mm -hmm. which definitely has a clear story if you look at her album and she's actually acknowledged it um where it starts off with like someone being in a relationship and then the relationship breaks up and then in the end um, Taylor, like, finds herself in, like, it's, like, more like a self-discovery type of story, which I think is cool. Um, so, yeah, I guess what we're gonna do is go through these songs and compare how Kara and I each found the story, I guess. Um, I'm gonna read the order of the album first, because I feel like the order of the album... Like, they chose it for a certain reason, but it doesn't fit in the order that I would put it... Not not that I would put it in for an album, but I would put it in for a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so the orders of the songs on the album are... Hey Angel, Drag Me Down, Perfect, Infinity, End of the Day, If I Could Fly, Long Way Down, Never Enough, Olivia, What a Feeling, Love You Goodbye, 
I Want to Write You a Song, History, Temporary Fix, Walking in the Wind, Wolves, and AM. Um, so, oh, I'm out of breath. I'm doing a lot of talking. Um, but I guess we're sort of going to go through a couple of songs by a couple of songs and go back and forth because I feel like our stories are going to be sort of similar, um, but maybe not exactly. So Kara and I have also done it a little bit differently. Um, so they're just, we're going to go by groups of songs rather than going back and forth or going, um, like all one and then all the other. Mm -hmm. So, Kara, what are your first songs, and why did you choose them to be where they are, and what's your story, and anything like that? Oh my god, I feel like there's so many questions. Um, okay, <laughs> so I thought the easiest way to do this was, like, sort of um, group them um, by different, I guess, parts of a relationship, or just, like, a story of a relationship. I chose to take it that way, so it was more, like, linear um, I guess, because, um, mm -hmm. you know, we've talked about a bunch of these songs, uh, did a bunch of lyrical analysis, analyses, um, and it doesn't have to be, like, a romantic relationship, but I think that just for the the ease of this uh, linear story, I decided to make it more of a, um, more of a romantic relationship. So I mm -hmm. decided to start this story um, by... Um, one night stand and beginning uh, beginning of relationship type songs. So I started off. I have three in this category. Um, the first one I put as temporary fix, and I thought this was just mm -hmm. like a purely one night stand type song. It's like the story of meeting someone. You know, sparks are flying. It's like pretty much like a purely physical song. I think, um, which is nothing wrong with that. I think it's it's a very good like starting a relationship. That's how like you know a bunch of relationship starts. Like even if it's just like a relationship for like a you know brief moment or like one that might last for years um and then I went into perfect um because I think that's mm -hmm. not just it could be a one night stand actually no I, I thought it was more of like a friends with benefits type thing something that's like um like an ongoing hookup relationships it's not just like a one night off thing they're still just having fun though but there's like a tinge of emotion to it um, especially when, like, the hair, like, um, Harry's part when he's talking about the, you know, cameras flashing, you know, it's not just a purely physical, no strings attached relationship, there's a tinge of emotion to it, and, like, we're, like, starting to see, like, bits of, like, a deeper relationship, I guess, and then my last one in this category, I guess, is, um, Never Enough, um, I think it also could be a one-night stand relationship, but the way I chose to interpret it is, um, sort of they're being they're in the stage of like where they've been hanging out for like a while um, it's still very carefree you know there's no labels attached to it and they're just like, kind of seeing where it goes but they've um, are both open about really enjoying each other's company and being around each other and I think at this point they wouldn't be like seeing anyone else um, but it's still like pretty you know low-key without labels but they're just like having a good time and they just really like hanging out with each other and um that's pretty much like this part of my story where it ends is just like you know they're just having a good time and I think that it's just they're seeing where it goes so yeah mm -hmm. this is gonna be so interesting comparing <laughs> um so my I guess I'll do my first three songs as well okay. although it doesn't fit into the same exact box that you have mm -hmm. um but I also started out with Temporary Fix, uh, which is cool. 
Um, so like you said, this is sort of like the meeting someone at the party. Uh, I, I have lyrics that I've pulled out for each of the songs. Oh, man, I so <laughs> saw your body language and I know how you're feeling. You look like the kind of girl who's tired of speaking, standing with somebody, but he doesn't know what you like. You caught my attention. You were looking at me first. So like, yeah. this is like seeing the person across the room. You sort of make eye contact. Um, and you're going to just have a good time, which is another, another quote from the song. So it's like, just like one night stand kind of, you know, go for it. We met at a party. This mm-hmm. is where they meet. Um, and then I also have Perfect as the second okay. one. And um, so this one, sort of similar to you, this was more like a, uh, not, I don't know if it's like friends with, I guess sort of friends with benefits type thing, um, where they're like your go-to fun person. And like you see them when, like when you're around each other, you'll see them and hang out and stuff. And then when you're apart, you know, you go away, you're not necessarily in contact, but when you come together, you can have like a good time. It's mm-hmm. like still reckless, crazy, nothing too serious. Um, and then, yeah, so it's sort of surface level still. And then, um, I have for the third one, I have wolves, which is different than your third one. Mm, yeah. Um, so, and it was weird when I put these songs in order, like, the first time I did it, and then when I was going back and, like, looking at the actual lyrics in each song, um, a lot of my songs changed orders, and I think Wolves was one of the ones that changed orders. Um, so this one for me is, like, the sort of realization that, oh, wait, you like them more than just, like, something that's casual. Mm. You want to be with them, like in a more relationship type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, the quotes that I pulled were, your friends all talking about me. They say I got no chance at all. Your fire is burning deep in my soul, my soul, my soul. So this is sort of when they realize that, like, they are more attracted to the person than they thought and they might not have a chance with the person but they want to um and then lots of other people want you too and it's sort of that how am I going to get this person to want to be with me and only me rather than um keeping it casual and maybe seeing lots of people mm-hmm. um and and you, you're wanting to like win them over you're not theirs yet at this stage um I really so, like that. Yeah. I, I think that's, like, such a good place to put wolves. It's so interesting because it's very opposite from where I put mine, but I think that's it's really cool. Uh-huh. It'll be That's going to be the weirdest when we have quite different yeah. songs in different places. Yeah. Um, so why don't you go with your next couple of songs? Okay. I only actually have one in this segment, but I think that's okay because I think it's, it's like, okay. it's a, like, you know, a nice turning point. And I put end of the mm-hmm. day. Um, it's Mm -hmm. kind of basically why you put wolves in there. I used it as, like, the moment that you, like, that it actually, like, you tell the other person that you like them more and you want to be Mm -hmm. in a relationship and you want to, like, you know, be with only them and you want it to be deeper. Um, Mm -hmm. and just, like, know where they stand, I guess, because, I don't know, sometimes Mm -hmm. when it just, like, you oh, you're just hanging out, like, no labels, carefree, it's kind of just, like, you're all, it's all up in the air, like, there's nothing really permanent and fixed but I think end of the day I can just it's just like so it just tells a story within itself and like the whole moment where they're like the person the person who's singing the song is like saying that they like 
had that moment where they told the other person that they loved them. Like, that's just, like, that's a huge moment. And I think that that's, like, definitely would be a turning point in any, like, relationship story between, like, people. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's been, like, building up for a while. And, like, I don't know. I think this is definitely the point. This is under my header, develops into more. Um, So -hmm. I definitely think the end of the day would be, like, the the moment where, like, it could be, like, a make or break for a relationship. And um, in my story, it makes it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I really like that. Uh I have end of the day a couple farther down than you. Mm-hmm. So uh di- slightly different interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I think also with our stories, we both decided to go with the kind of more obvious romantic thing. Yeah. But I would be really interested if we chose like what the story would be and how it would differ if we chose a whole different theme. Yes. Uh like a friendship theme, uh, a fan base theme, Ooh. like a mentor theme that we talked about or mm-hmm. or a theme where someone dies. Yeah. Uh, which we've discussed in a number of songs. I feel like that would definitely change up the order a lot. Or, um, like, a really weird theme about, like, aliens and, like, dragons and, like, you know what I mean? Okay, let's do that at That would be point. so fun. <laughs> or else I was thinking, like, taking the actual, like, the titles of the songs and, like, putting them into a story, like, of themselves. <gasps> oh like, that would be God. so fun. Like, I, we definitely have that to do that. That really would be. Yeah, we should, okay. we should definitely do that. We need to write these ideas down. <laughs> I know, we always tell ourselves <laughs> that. I feel like there's so many ideas floating in our episodes that we just, like, Probably. kind of forget about. But. If you ever listen to old episodes and we say that we want to do something, tweet us so that we remember to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so my next song, um, I don't know, I'll just do the next one, I guess, um, and sort of follow on your uh, path. I did Never Enough for the next Mm. one, so those were switched for us. Um, And I said at this point, it was sort of the, okay, now we're starting a relationship, we've committed to each other. Uh, you can't get enough of them. It's like that honeymoon period where you want to be with them all the time. Uh, you want to stay awake with them all night. And it's more, um, it's not so reckless at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still like, I want to stay up all night. But, you know, maybe it's like talking and spending time together. And the key line for me was, I want to wake up with you. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's, you want the person to stay over and you want to wake up with them and like, spend your day together. Not just sort of this like, flingy night thing um <laughs> like you want to be with them in more of a relationship so to me never enough was like the starting point mm-hmm. of where you've confirmed that you're together mm-hmm. um yeah so do you want to go with your next one yeah i have like a next... bunch in this section but i'm gonna like sort of um mix it up i mean like okay. um like Make them in two separate break groups. Yeah, break it up. Yeah. That's the word. I was going to say clump them, but, like, I honestly hate that word so much. So, yeah. Clump, cluster, crusty. Oh, man. Moist. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All this is just hitting me too hard. And, okay. Um, so, my next heading is in the thick of the relationship. And mm-hmm. I guess this is sort of, like, the beginning. This The three that I'm going to talk about next are, is, like, more of the beginning, I guess. And, like, what you were saying, like, the more the honeymoon phase, especially. So I put mm-hmm. um, uh, Olivia as my first one. Just because I feel like mm-hmm. even just the song itself is just, like, so fun and, like, carefree. And I feel like it's just, like, sort of, like, the epitome, epitome of the honeymoon phase and just sort of, like, you're just, like, goofy and silly, and you're just, like, so happy, and just, like, you know, flowers are, like, raining down on you, and you're just, Mm -hmm. like, the sun is just beating down, and you're so happy, Mm -hmm. and, um, 
now that I'm thinking about it, like, the, like, saying I love you is sort of, like, a big deal, so maybe that could have gone farther on, but, like, this relationship that I'm talking about, I guess, goes pretty fast, (laughs) so that's what we're gonna have to deal with. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I had, I'm gonna be honest with everyone right now, um, I forgot about Drag Me Down until you mentioned (laughs) it on, um, when you're reading off all the track list in the beginning, because I think it's on my, on my iPod, it's, uh, my iPhone, um, it's, like, on a different segment than the other. I hate when that happens. It's so annoying. I haven't listened to to Drag Me Down in so long. I'm, what is wrong with Yeah, that's why I, I create playlists of the albums, because (sighs) when you buy them in different ways, they don't go together, so, like, this is what I get. For annoying buying things legally like this happens god okay. dang it i know oh <laughs> uh, at least the government can't persecute me okay anyway <laughs> um what was i gonna say oh yeah so it kind of just threw drag me down after there but i think i'm gonna change it up you know i'm just going with it going with the flow as mm-hmm. it goes so i think I'm, I'm gonna do olivia and then what a feeling just because mm-hmm. i think it's still sort of, like, in the beginning of the relationship, and you're just sort of, like, you're still, like, I don't know. It's just still, like, really uplifting and, like, fun, and just, like, the line about, like, what a feeling to be a king beside you right now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's just such a good line, and I think it's still, like, it just um, sort of, it's very strong imagery. Um, and then I'll go into Drag Me Down, um just because I think those are, these are all, like, very strong, like, the relationship's very strong in this moment, um, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody can drag me down with your love, that was the wrong Mm -hmm. order, but you know what I mean, um, (laughs) I think that all three of these are just, like, I don't know, just very much hashtag relationship goals, you know what I mean, I just feel like they're Mm -hmm. very strong, they're all just very, like, lighthearted and fun, but also, um, with just I keep saying the word strong but like that's like what comes to mind is just like it's a good Mm -hmm. strong relationship and um I don't know it just doesn't seem to be like a fling anymore like the both people like know where they stand with each other um and it's like very solid and um yeah and I think the music so much reflects that in these songs Mm -hmm. as well it's not like end of the day what a feeling they're not sad sounding they're very like in Olivia, they're very upbeat. Um, so yeah, that's a, a good collection there. Thanks. Um, so I'm gonna go with my next four because those sort of fit into a similar thing that you just did. Okay. Uh, my first one was What a Feeling. Um, this is the point where it feels great to be with the person. Um, I, I also plucked out the line be with uh, be a king beside you now um I really love the beside you now because that's Mm -hmm. uh equals and -hmm. you're a couple and you're both contributing equally and there's um a partnership in no and there's not it's not an imbalance in the relationship which I really like um and I also pulled out the line whatever chains are holding you back um don't let them tie you down. So at this point, they're like, let's forget about the things that are holding us back from being together. Um, let's just be together, you know, let's just mm-hmm. do it. Um, and I also sort of forgot to mention another key theme that I have in my story is the theme of long distance, mm. which I think you see in a lot of the songs on the album, which I didn't really realize. Um, but 
I think you see that in a lot of them where the people want to be together, but they're uh, not able to be. And maybe that didn't matter so much in temporary fix or perfect where they're they're together, then they're apart or whatever. Um, But I see it more as a point of tension as the relationship uh, becomes more of a relationship. Uh, So the next song I had was End of the Day, where this is... um, yeah, I did What a Feeling, right? Yeah, that was the first one I did mm-hmm. in this. So end of the day where now you are telling them, so what a feeling you haven't said you love you love each other yet. You're just still like a strong couple. End of the day, you're like, screw it. Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, love can be frightening, but let's just, you know, you love who you love. There ain't no other way. Mm-hmm. And you're accepting the love and everything's happy and positive. Um, so yeah, sort of similar to yours. And then I have I Want to Write You a Song, where this one to me was, again, you're so in love with the person, you want to give them everything, you want to be there and support them. It becomes more of a really dependable relationship and um, deep connection and being there for each other in in a lot more ways than maybe something where a fresh relationship uh, would be at. Um and the the thing about distance, I think, came into play for this song for me. Um, the line, so anytime I'm gone, you can listen to my voice and sing along. So I see this as um, there is still the people can't always be together, whether it be their jobs or, you know, where their families live or whatever it may be that they can't always be together. But... Um, they're trying their best and they want to be there and give each other support even though they can't always be together, Um, which is a strong and supportive thing at this point. And then my last song for this cluster is Drag Me Down, where, um, again, everything's good. I've got a fire for a heart. I'm not scared of the dark. So maybe you were scared at first, back whenever, but you're not scared anymore. Um... Like, you're my only reason. You're feeling really strong with the other person. All the lights can't blind you. Um, Again, I feel that fame sort of thing in there Mm -hmm. where the lights, whatever they might be, other outside things pulling you in or pressuring you, they're not going to affect the relationship between the two people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I feel like that's a drag me down is a really high point in the relationship as well. But it's almost as if, like, this is, like you've sort of hit the hit the high part of the relationship before it kind of goes down the other side. Oh, <laughs> For me, it's like, it's almost like uh, a bit naive, not naive, but like everything just seems too perfect. Mm. Nothing can drag you down. Nothing bad's going to mm. happen. It's like too high of expectations, but that's not necessarily a bad thing at the time. But then when things start to crumble, it kind of sucks. <laughs> God. Um, it's so sad yeah. because, like, there's no way this could have ended happily because there's just too many, like, sad songs you had to stick them in. Yeah. So, like, it, you know, um, sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah. So how, how does your relationship keep going at this point? Okay, Kara? so we're still in the happy phase. Um, It's getting a little deeper. Like, you know, they've stayed up a lot like, long nights, they've had, you know, they've confessed their feelings. They're already, like, pretty, like, you know, deep in this relationship. And I think um, the next two songs are really, like, when they're, like, both, like, bearing their hearts and, like, bearing their souls and, like, really just feel like they 
I don't know, just, like, want to, like, tell the other person, like, everything about them and just be very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that one. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I just feel like that's, like, what you want in a relationship, and I think that these two songs, which mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about next, really um, portray that. So my first one is I Want to Write You a Song. Um, mm-hmm. I think that just is just such a beautiful song. I think that, like, whatever relationship, whatever type of relationship, like, I think that's just sort of... Um, you want that kind of relationship it's just like someone who you would do anything for and you just know and love in a bunch of different ways and you really just truly truly care about um Mm -hmm. and um I think that um I want to write you a song it just um implies that like the person writing this song like knows the other person so well um and like knows what they want and what they need and like um, wants to comfort them when they're feeling sad or just they want to protect them. Um, um, so yeah, I think that's, you know, something that deeper, stronger relationships have. Um, it's not just mm-hmm. like a, like, a, you know, surface level type thing. Um, it's, right. you know, strong and deep. Um, and then my next one is If I Could Fly. I think this also is in the same wavelength of being just very vulnerable, especially the lines for your eyes only. I think that's, like, such a beautiful line. Um, like, for your eyes only, I'll show you my heart. Um, I think this Mm. is, like, when, um, I don't know, you're just truly, truly getting to know, like, every part of another person and, like, um, like, who they are and, like, what they want and, like, you know, just everything about them. And I think these two songs are just... The epitome of like just really being open um in a relationship and just giving yourself over to them I guess in just a way that's mm-hmm. like um trusting that they won't hurt you um which um huh, spoiler alert it doesn't really end that well but like <laughs> it's beautiful in this moment so we're just gonna enjoy these moments while we can because they don't know that mm-hmm. bad things are happening so it's it's really great in these <laughs> moments yeah um okay so the next i'm gonna do the next three songs of mine um which i've utilized in very different ways than you use the songs so this will be interesting Mm -hmm. um my next one so like i said drag me down was sort of like the high point you know you've connected with i want to write you a love like i want to write you a song Mm -hmm. then we have drag me down it's like hi you're flying high on this relationship it's all going well you think nothing can happen bad (laughs) And then I have Olivia, which you used in a very positive way. Oh my way, god, what are you going to which... do to Olivia? <laughs> <laughs> Based on the sound of the song, it's super happy. And a lot of the lyrics, like, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. But I pulled some lyrics out that meant something a little bit different for me. Oh my god. Um, I think at this point, you're still so in love. You, you love them, you love them, you love them. But it's almost... When saying I love you the way the song sounds, besides the cool pun that it makes... Um, it's very much, like, repetitive and sort of mantra and, like, I love you, I love you, I love you, like, almost so, like, Like I don't know what the word is. Yeah, a little bit desperate, uh, in, in, in my story. I think you could interpret the song in a lot of ways. But, uh, if we do the song dissection, which I am really looking forward to for Olivia because it's my favorite song on the album, um, I think we'll have a lot of different interpretations Mm. of it. Uh, but for my story, I went with this one. That's very So cool. then um, we have that long distance thing coming into play. I live for you. I long for you. Mm. So longing is definitely something where 
you're not necessarily together. You're longing for this person. You want to be with them. Um, and then some of the lines that I didn't really think about this way until, until sort of having this story that's going to be negative, like the love story that kind of crumbles. Mm -hmm. uh, please believe me. The person saying, please oh believe God. me. Like, you have to believe that I love you and I want to be with you. Because um, I got the feeling you're walking out. Uh, I've got this feeling that you're, we're sort of drifting apart. I've got this feeling that you're walking out at me. We're, we're separate a lot of times and I want to be with you and I love you. Please believe that I love you. Uh, even if we can't be together physically. Uh, and, and a, another interesting line was I've been idolizing the light in your eyes. When you idolize someone, you're sort of putting them up on this pedestal of everything great and they become like this perfect person in your eyes. And a lot of times when that happens, uh, it you can be let down. And I think at this point, while they're still begging to be with this person and saying, please believe you, I love you, like, let's make this work. Um, they're sort of also realizing their fault about idolizing this person as the perfect person, you know? Mm. Um, I know I do that a lot of times when I meet someone, I'll be like, oh my God, like, this is like, they're, they're so right. Like, they're such a cool person. Like, whatever and then I build it up all in my head and then like something happens you're like wow I really like I don't know them that mm. well I don't think this one's where you don't know them well but I think maybe they idolize the whole relationship in general mm -hmm. um in my story so at this point there's definitely tension in my relationship uh that I've created in your relationship here. <laughs> yeah in the relationship I have um yeah there's this tension here so then the next song I have is If I Could Fly, uh, which, again, you use to sort of show the, like, really deep and trusting and supportive aspect of the relationship. Uh, for me, I guess I took it more as the, like, I want to fly home to be with you. I want to give them everything. I want to make it work. Uh, the quotes that I have is, for your eyes only, I show you my heart. So this person is saying, like, sort of saying, like, even if we're apart, I'm not doing anything with anyone else. Like, my heart is still for you only. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I only want to be with you. Um, and then some of the other things, hope that you don't run from me. So oh, it's man. very much kind of unstable at this point. The person's hoping they don't run from them. I'm missing half of me. It's quite sad <laughs> to me, like, where, I don't know, I feel like they're apart a lot and they don't know what's happening necessarily at this point. Mm. Uh, and if I could fly, I want to come back to you so that we can fix this and make it okay. Um, and then history is my next one where for me, this is sort of the really trying to make it work moment. Uh, the Tim Gunn moment, <laughs> uh, begging to be with the person, <laughs> begging to stay with them, reminding them of all the good times. Like, we could be the greatest team. Like, we're so good together. We can make it. I know it. I know it. But again, that sort of desperation interpretation rather than a, like, we can make it. Let's do it. I know that we can. Mm. Um, and then some of the other lines, so don't let me go, uh, where it's like, it's sort of, they, it's not really sure what the future is going to be. It's like sort of a last ditch effort to stay mm. together, I guess. Um, so yeah, those are my next three songs. Those are really cool. I love the way you used Olivia. That was really awesome. Thanks. I like love Thanks. when like 
people like subvert things that are like supposed to be happy I guess or like on the mm-hmm. surface happy and then make them really dark like that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things so that was awesome <laughs> like the song really sounds so positive but like some of the lines I was like wait because mm-hmm. I had Olivia as a I, like that one definitely changed order when I originally did it to when I looked at the lyrics just mm. interesting that's so cool um okay so my I'll do four I guess um this okay. is where it all goes downhill folks Um, this is under the heading ending slash end. So (laughs) this is where I put in wolves, which is so significantly different from like where you put it, like on like, I think like your second or third one. Um, this is one of my last ones. Um, well actually it was eight from the last, but that's okay. One of the last ones. Um, so I think that the main thing that I get from wolves, like the vibe I get, the feeling that it's supposed to portray I guess is jealousy and jealousy is so destru- like destructive in relationships mm-hmm. and I think that um just it's not a very positive relationship when you are like trying to like almost attack other people and like see other people as like literally like enemies um mm-hmm. of like your relationship um because then you're mm-hmm. putting into question your relationship for one and then like the trust that you have in another person um i think yeah. jealousy um to an extent uh really just i don't know it just basically is saying that you don't really trust the other person um and that's never a solid thing to build your relationship on <laughs> um yeah so Wolves is the beginning of the end when there starts to be some jealous tension and some, um, you know, trust issues here. And then mm-hmm. history is next. And I think I used it in similar ways from uh, that you did. Just, um, you know, I think that they're trying to work things out. Um, you know, they're asking, like, they're questioning where they stand. Like, I thought we were going strong, aren't we? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're on kind of different pages um, you know, the trust issues are still, you know, there under the surface. Um, and I think at this mm-hmm. point, I don't know, history is, I think it's, we've already like dissected this, but like, I think that in some instances, like in, at least in this story that I'm using it, I think that it could be used as like sort of, um, you're, you're just trying to stay with them because you have history and, um, yeah. you're like sort of seeing yeah, the I past like and like, um, like uh romanticizing idolizing. yeah idolizing like romanticizing it and like just seeing like mm-hmm. how how many good times you've had but like you know the future is like what your actual present relationship is so you have to like look at that and yeah. not just look at the past and be like see like we've had so many good times like we can't give up now but like sometimes you have to just accept right. the reality and just be like this isn't working out like we need to go separate ways but this is like their last you know um last ditch effort as you said um and mm-hmm. then here's the end I love or love you goodbye <laughs> is the end. Um, they, you know, they couldn't settle their differences. Um, the past, the past, you know, the history's history and the present is now. And um, this is the last night that they spend together. You know, they, um, they both know that it's not going to work out. And um, it's sort of just like a night of, you know, it's bittersweet because they know they're both doing the right thing that they can't continue on this relationship. Um, but they, you know, need one last night to just say goodbye and, um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful night, but, um, 
you know, that's their last night together as in a relationship. So, um, mm-hmm. and then the last part of this, this uh, cluster, I guess. I don't know why I keep using that. This group, okay. <laughs> um, this group is Infinity, which I guess it could have gone in my other group, but um, I didn't want to put too many in that. And I think Infinity is just sort of, it's... Um, yeah, I guess it could go another. Whatever, I'll I'll make it work in this one. Um, it's <laughs> it's, I don't know. You you still have very like strong feelings for the other person, and you're just lying awake and like wondering how they're doing, but you don't want to reach out to them because, um, you know, like you just you know that you have to like sever ties. Um, and it's still mm-hmm. very fresh wounds, and I think that like the whole idea of like lying awake and like wondering how they're doing is very um. Uh, what it's what happens like when you're fresh out of a relationship and you're just like still have like very strong feelings for the other person but you know you can't ask them how they're doing because um that's not healthy for either one of you so yeah mm-hmm. I like that um okay so then my next two are sort of like the end as you mm-hmm. said um I just switched the these two actually. Mm-hmm. I had Long Way Down first, but I think I'm going to go Love You Goodbye first instead. Um, And like you said, this is the last time being with the person, knowing at this point going forward, there's like no no other way for this to happen. Like it's going to end, but sort of wishing there was. But um, the word I pulled was inevitable. Mm. Um, I know there's nothing we can do, but you still... Like, it's almost like you want there to be something, but you know there's Mm -hmm. not. You know there's nothing you can do. Um, And they still feel like your baby, because in this song, the person's calling them their baby Mm. is is still. So it's still, like, very much you still have feelings for the person, um, but you know that you have to say goodbye. Um, And then I have Long Way Down, where this is sort of the, the realization like, looking back on the relationship, like, right as it's ending, or sort of looking at the relationship as it's crumbling and falling apart and ending, um, and seeing everything that that was good that happened, um, but realizing that it wasn't actually as perfect as you thought it would be, um, realizing that while you build a cathedral, you never prayed in it, you built it up so high Mm -hmm. was one of the, the lines um, it's too late, point of no return, and now it's ending. And, and just sort of recognizing that this is the right thing to do because um, maybe you thought it was more than what it really was mm-hmm. now looking at the end of the relationship. And I think it's, I feel like it's a, a mutual ending in mm-hmm. my story. Um, like, well, maybe there was parts where one wanted to stay together and the other didn't, but I feel like this is sort of like recognizing that um, things have to end and it's sort of a long way down. You built it up as this huge thing and now you're coming down mm. from it and it's a big fall because it was such a big high point mm-hmm. in, in your life and in your mind, I guess. Um, so yeah, those are my next two. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's, um, okay. So I guess I'll go into my last segment. My last group, mm-hmm. which is under the heading "Looking Back to the Past Slash Nostalgia," so I'm starting this off with "Hey Angel," and I think that for me, the like most significant imagery in that song, at least like the most impactful for me, was the part where they're talking about seeing a person everywhere, like you know, the edge of my bed, backseat of my car, the back of my head, 
Um, um, I think that sometimes when you just get out of a relationship, you sort of like see things that remind you of that person like everywhere you go. Um, you kind of don't feel like you can escape them. It's just sort of like in your face all the time. Um, and I think this is could this could be a very like fresh break still. Um, this is like this and infinity are sort of like tied together because I can see like infinity being mm-hmm. like sort of like the nighttime, like when you're just like kind of like caught up in your head and your feelings. And then hey angel, I could see like during the day when sort of like you're seeing everything like that reminds you of them. Mm-hmm. Um and then my next one was Long Way Down. And um I sort of had similar reasons that you did. I think this is after some time has passed and that they've had the time to like really just reflect on the relationship for what it truly was. Um, but also still, I don't know, it's sort of more being hung up on the negatives than seeing it, I guess, um, for the whole picture, I think so. What? I think. Um, so they were like reflecting on what went wrong. Um, um, but still being like more realistic than they had been and not idealizing it so much, but maybe like sort of like making it more negative than it was. I don't know. They're just sort of like still like trying to Mm -hmm. process it, I guess. Um, and yeah, definitely time has passed, um, on this song. What on this? Yeah. For this song. Um, and then my next one is walking in the wind and um you know more time has passed and they're missing them you know like they'll go out with friends and they'll make a toast and they'll look over and they're not there um but it's just like some pangs every now and again um but it's they're realizing that it was like an amiable break and that it was it was the best for both of them and now like now they're seeing for what it truly was they're not seeing like it more negative than it was more positive than it was it just um you know they're missing the person that they used to know Um, but they're also remembering, like, the good times, and, um, I don't know, I think this is definitely a really good song, um, for, like, after time has passed out of a relationship, like, seeing it for, like, what it truly was, and not, like, making it better or worse than it was. Um, and then my last song is AM, and I think that this is one of the most nostalgic songs for me, I guess. Maybe it's just because it, like, hits me hardest. But I think that in my story, I wanted them to end up being friends again. Um, I know that's a lot of a lot of times hard for exes to do. And sometimes it doesn't really work. And sometimes it can't work. But in my story, it does. And, you know, um, they are able to just, like, you know, hang out together and just... Um, just enjoy each other's company in like a platonic way um and yeah it just ends with them just being able to be nostalgic on the time that they had together mm-hmm. um in a positive way and yeah that's it that's the end so it is kind of a happy ending yeah yay <laughs> not just a crumbling relationship <laughs> yeah. <where> everything sucks <laughs> Um, okay, I'll do my last four then. Although I kind of would have broken them up into two groups, but um, I'll just go with all of them, seeing as you have no more left. Yeah. Um, my I put uh, Infinity and Hey Angel together as mm. well. Um, I think they go together really well. So uh, my story had ended where like they've broken up. It's a long way down. They are now... So now this sort of section is the aftermath of a relationship where it's still quite fresh and they're still really going through it. Um, And Infinity is my first one. So they've fallen apart and they are just kind of questioning everything. And 
questioning how to fix their heart and how to get over this and like going back and saying like, oh, could I have done something better? Like how many nights have you wished someone would stay with you? Was there a way to make them stay? You, you're you lying awake thinking about them, wishing you were together, but also like understanding that you shouldn't be together. Um, and just a very sort of sad and soppy like um, reflection of a ending relationship and not knowing, sort of overwhelmed with feelings and trying to go back and like replay things in your head or like press the control Z type <laughs> button and being like, oh, I could have done something. What could I have done? I don't know. Um, and then I have Hey Angel, where I, I took it more as Hey Angel as an actual angel. When we discussed this song, um, in detail, we had a number of different storylines for it, and, and you seem to choose the one where it's, like, more of the person that you're seeing a lot of times. Um, I went with, like, you're looking to, like, the universe or an angel and questioning for them to, like, help you, uh, mm-hmm. get through this and questioning, like, why this happened and why the universe works this way. And to me, this was a bit of a self-discovery for the person as well, um, and, like, you're missing them and you want to talk to them, but you can't. And remembering the relationship and um, reflecting back, but also, like, I don't know, questioning the universe more as a whole and, and recognizing why things happen. And, um, I don't know, I feel like it's a little bit of a growth type song. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't think I'm explaining it very well. <laughs> I got you. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I have... And then the other two, my last two, are sort of in a group together. So, yeah, Infinity and Hangel was, like, trying to figure out what what happened with the relationship and looking back and not completely over it. And you're still sort of in that fresh, broken up state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Walking in the Wind was, you're, you're getting over it. You're realizing mm-hmm. that you're going to find each other in other capacities in the future. You're not necessarily never going to see them again, but you're not going to necessarily be in a relationship again. Um, and you can, realizing you can be supportive of each other mm-hmm. without being in a relationship. And being able to look back on the good times and uh recognize like it was really good and it was awesome and uh taking the bad times as like learning experiences and sort of going with it and realizing what happened um and and like looking at the relationship in a positive light rather than a I'm just broken up I'm so upset type of light um and still missing the person but being okay with it uh and then I had AM last as well where uh, this was them reminiscing with the person. So they've come back however many, you know, months or years later, almost to me, it was sort of quite a long way into the future where like they've come back together and they can reminisce about their younger years when they were in a relationship and talking about when they were younger and, and looking back at it in a happy way and, um, being able to, like, everything's sort of healed now, so it's not a painful memory, it's Mm. just a happy one. You know, if you were, if maybe you had, you were with someone when you were, like, a freshman in high school, and you're, like, 10, 15 years later, you're not gonna be, like, super hurt by that person or upset about that relationship, necessarily, depending on how you broke up or whatever. Like, (laughs) I mean, 15 years is a long time, and people, you know, a 30-year-old compared to a 15-year-old very different. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, this is definitely the point where it's like, I feel like they've just matured a lot and come a long way and have lived other experiences and are, uh, are happy with one another again and like can be there for each other and I don't know, remember the good times. Mm. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really good. I have some questions. I feel like we definitely answered, um, a lot of them as we went through, did you find it easy to do this or were you struggling with how, what order to put the songs in? I think that it was like actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, especially mm-hmm. once I did it in groups cause they definitely like lent themselves well to like being in groups. Um, and I yeah. think they definitely lend themselves well to being in a story. So I think that like our stories were like, there's some like, you know, some things that were different, but I think the, like the way the story progressed and like the way it started and the way it ended actually was very, very similar. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, I think that, you know, it makes sense. It's, it's pretty interesting that, um, I don't know. It's, it's cool. Like, I wonder if they like did it like that and meant to do it like that and the way they ordered it is mm-hmm. like more musically or if it just sort of um happened like that because that's sort of like a natural like a very natural progression of a relationship and there's like all these different types of relationships you want to sing about um so I don't know I mm-hmm. think it's, it's interesting what about you yeah um yeah I felt this sort of the same I was a bit overwhelmed at first but then as I started going everything fit into place yeah. Um, and, like, sometimes I would move a couple around, and, like I said, when I went into the lyrics further, I, I definitely moved a, a number around, mm-hmm. but it was still, there's definitely places that make sense, and you could see that by comparing ours, you know, yeah. we have, uh, most of ours are around where the other had mm-hmm. them, um, and I just, I would really like to know, like, if the boys know, like, could see a story, yeah. um, I think that would be really cool. Um, and also to hear, like, what this order of songs would be or what other stories people come up with with this one. Like, we both took a love story, but how would it be, like you said, if it's, like, a dragon story or, like, I don't know, a, a friendship story? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that would make a big difference on the order of the songs. I don't know if too big, but, like, I think there would definitely be a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So, also... In terms of, like, we've put this in an order, do you think that, do you like the order of the album, or, uh, I mean, we both ended on AM, which is how the the album ends, but everything else is pretty much mixed around. Do you think it would have been cool to have it in this order, or in your order, or do you like that it was sort of you got the chance to figure out the story yourself? Um, I think that I'd have to listen to it in the order that I put it in to hear it musically because I'm sure that they ordered it so it sounded like like it flowed musically because I'm not sure that the mm-hmm. way I um, arranged it would be the most interesting musically because um, they're mm-hmm. sort of like all similar like groups together and sometimes that doesn't always yeah. work the best. Um, mm-hmm. But also, yeah, I do like that we got to do it ourselves and like really pick apart the story and not, it wasn't just like laid out there mm-hmm. for us because it makes it more interesting. You know, it's, it's making us talk about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's like it's more exciting that you get to like sort of like pick it out and like put it together. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so ready to dissect all the songs we haven't dissected because just briefly looking at the lyrics and like interpreting like some of them uh, in the different songs 
it's just so exciting because mm-hmm. I know with this we had like only one interpretation pretty much to go with with every song yeah. but when we do like in-depth discussions we pull out like six different mm-hmm. interpretations so um I'm excited for Me that because um, especially because I feel like my favorite songs on the albums we haven't done yeah, yet same. so um it'll be good to do those in the next coming weeks um and then what was i gonna say um i guess how does this help you understand the album better now that we've put a story to it and put it in an order i think it just um I don't know. I think that even if you didn't see the story, you could sort of see it from all the different groups of songs. Because I think we saw that um, even before we put it in actual order, we were just like, oh, there's a bunch of songs about like One Night Stands. There's a bunch of songs about nostalgia. Um, So I think Mm -hmm. that even like just putting it in order, like, I don't know, it just helps you see the story even better. It just like, um, it just, I don't know. It's like always very interesting when like an album itself tells a complete story. Like that's awesome. And that usually, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that's, I don't know. That doesn't happen that often. Um, so I think that's really cool, especially, like, since there's four boys writing on it and even more people, like, with the, the songwriters and stuff, so that it would, like, be, a, like, I don't know. The fact that it's, like, a cohesive story um, is, like, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also because we put them in order, I got to see the nuances in each song. So, like, we both started out with Temporary Fix and then followed it with Perfect, mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like we started with perfect and then went temporary fix, yeah. you know, like you really get to see, like, you might be like, oh, these are one night stand songs, but like the difference between each of them, like slight difference of stories, even though they can be grouped together, I still, it, it made me really think about how each song does differ, even though it seems sort of in the same genre. So that for me brought new meanings to the songs. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think it would be cool for our listeners to write in their song order. Um, I know that's a lot of uh, a lot of space on tweets, so you can always like type it in notes and screenshot it to us, or email us, or or post on Tumblr. Um, but I'd love to to hear what you guys thought of our orders, and then also if you have an order and even a different story that you see throughout the. Um, throughout the songs that isn't necessarily a love story and and how that affects your interpretation of the album um because that would be awesome so let us know about that but i really like this discussion i think it would be cool to do it with like the other albums too at some point i don't know if there's as clear of a story but i think you know we could be like really yeah you definitely can like be really weird about it like i feel like imagine trying to do that up all night like we could be really who knows like what could happen it might just be the story of one late night party yes like Like a really crazy party like crazy things happen yeah yeah yep um speaking of making weird connections to songs we have a fun segment that we have now planned called make the movie connection um, and Kara wanted to bring this back. I think someone mentioned it on Twitter or something as having listened to it and really liked it. Um, so we're bringing this back. We did it a while ago. Yeah, so long ago. Um, I think I remember exactly where it was. I think this is actually... Where? Been, um, I was in my mom's room because it has better Wi-Fi. This was, like, over the summer, maybe? I just remember it was after the wow. Zane and Naughty Boy drama happened, and, like, we had to, like, film, like, an emergency, or, like, record an emergency podcast, because, like, that had just happened, and, <laughs> like, I don't know why. I, I just distinctly remember that. I could be wrong, but, um, yeah. 
Wow, so it's been so long, mm-hmm. which when you say summer, it makes me realize this podcast has been going on for so long. Yeah, I have to like figure it's out when, so I think crazy. it's been over six months, huh? Right? Yeah, because it was July something when we That's posted. That's so weird. <laughs> um, so, wow. Um, but, so we've each picked a number of movies. I don't know how many we're going to do. Uh, I don't know how many we'll each do, but... What the point of the game is, is you have to, I'll give Kara a movie and she has to connect it to One Direction in some way. Now, does it have to be to a song or just general anything 1D related? Um, I can't remember what we did. <laughs> Me either. Oh, man. Um, let's just do general 1D then. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> thinking of songs is hard. Unless, like, you have a song that we want it to be. Um, but I guess anything in the 1D realm. Okay. Um... And you have to bridge that connection. And, you know, this can be difficult. And I think last time we did it, we had to, like, edit out a lot of time of us, like, sitting there (laughs) thinking. Um, So let's just see how this goes. Mm -hmm. I will give you your movie first, Kara. And I don't know if we'll have the same movies, which will be interesting. But my first movie is... Oh, and because I know on this podcast I talk about a lot of movies I don't like, i.e. Lion King, The Notebook, and Elf, um, I've decided to pick movies that I really like. Um, So the first one is Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Shut up. Make the movie connection. I used that that for mine, yeah. But I didn't have a one in mind. Neither do I. Good luck. Okay. Um, Let me think. Okay. The Force Awakens. Let me think. Awakens. So I'm thinking about the scene in This Is Us when they awaken Zane <laughs> um, after he was asleep for 10 minutes. And this is Julian um, Bonetta um, waking up Zane. Um, after 10 minutes, he's been asleep 10 minutes and he has to do a solo for, I don't remember what song it was, but um, yeah. So the Force was awakened in Zane to do a solo. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow actually can i i did have i did remember that i had yes. one so can i do star wars Absolutely. too okay i for this one i would connect it to girl almighty yes because um as people know if you saw the movie the main character in star wars is a girl which is blows my mind for like an action movie because you never see that um and i think girl almighty is just a really empowering song and I think um the the girl in Star right. Wars was just a super strong character and well-rounded and um awesome and empowered and I feel like she represents girl almighty in a lot of ways <laughs> I love Ray so much I'm like literally tearing up about it. also Leia I love Leia so much she's a girl almighty too okay <laughs> she yes. is all the girls in Star Wars yes okay I need to, like, clean my tears up from my Star Wars tears. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've made you do this before. I literally cannot remember, like, what I've had you do. Um, this is kind of mean. Who knows? Um, The Lion King. Caitlin, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> um, The Lion King. Okay, so I don't like this movie. Let's think. Um, uh, God. I mean, I could go, like, there's songs that remind me of it, but I know we talked about that when we discussed um, the songs. Like, like Infinity. And what was the song we did recently? Hey, Angel. Also, Never Enough. Maybe. 
Because just like the sounds like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never Enough as well, yeah. But I'm going to go with hmm, maybe like, um, maybe, I'm trying to think of something with Zane. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, okay, so you know the moment when they're on, I don't know the movie too well because I, I don't watch it because I don't like it, but when Mufasa and Scar are on the mountain yeah. or like the cliff edge or yeah. whatever, and all the, the wildebeests are yep. there or something, and Scar pushes Mufasa off, and I mean, there was a lot of things that didn't need to happen. But he falls and then gets trampled. I feel like that sort of represents Zeus falling oh apart. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that was pretty dark, but also accurate. Oh my god! Yeah, so that's my connection. I thought you were gonna say like like that was like Zane like leaving the band is like uh, like he was pushing us off the cliff and being trampled, but that's like a little too dark. And I mean that's dark too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Your next one, another movie that I really liked, and I know this is a movie where, like, a lot of people didn't like it, but, like, I quite liked. And I picked two movies that are, like, action-y movies, okay. which I am very scared of anyway, so, like, i proud of myself that I like these action movies. Um, Jurassic World. Oh. Make the connection. Interesting. Very Interesting. I mean, like, the first thing I think of, that I'm not going to use that because that's too obvious, is, like, when Liam was posing in front of, like, the, oh, yeah. you know, the dinosaur <laughs> in, I think, Universal Park, mm-hmm. and, like, people thought that he was going to be in the next, um, the next <laughs> yeah. uh, Jurassic Park movie because he, like, captioned it, like, oh, like, can't wait to be in the next Jurassic Park movie or whatever. Um, but let me think of mm-hmm. something a little more nuanced than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. There was dinosaurs, um... Chris Pat Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt running um, an amusement park. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me look for some songs. Um, okay. Hmm. I'll talk while you're okay, looking. Okay, awesome. Do you it. You don't have to listen to me. Okay, so I've been on this sort of like Chris Pratt like uh, marathon a little bit. I've been rewatching Parks and Rec and. I just love him, and Andy's the best. Andy and is the best. He he is. He's just such a supportive husband and a nice guy and whatever. And then I... What what movie did I... I had to go and watch him in... An, oh, yeah. But it was the... It was that one with the raccoon. Oh, Guardians um, of the Galaxy. Gar- yeah, Guardians. I went and watched that one because I needed more Chris Pratt in my life. <laughs> And that was just really good. And I know I just want to watch Jurassic Park again, but, like, skip to all the parts that he's in. So, <laughs> and, like, skip the terrifying parts, because that scares me. But Wait, did you see it with um, us, that movie? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Who did you see it I with? I literally don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember. I don't remember. But anyway. No, I, maybe I, no, I saw it with Rebecca, I think. Okay, interesting. Or maybe not. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I think I saw it with you and Olivia. Oh, po- probably. Then. Okay, I have my. I have mine. I think. Okay. Um, it's not great, go ahead. but um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I have a couple. 
So, ready to run, because they do a lot of running from dinosaurs in this movie. Nice. And also no control, because they didn't have control over the dinosaurs, because they're stupid and didn't have all the precautionary measures and the safety measures Mm -hmm. that you would think one would have if you have giant dinosaurs, like bloodthirsty dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that, those are my connections. Those were good. Those were good. Okay. Um, let me think. I can't remember if we did Shrek already. Can you remember if we did that? I don't remember. Okay. If we have, oh, well, I'm going to so. give you it anyway. So there you go. Okay. Shrek. Um, I really like Shrek. Who That's doesn't? It's a classic really film. Like. It's such a good movie. Um, let me think. Uh, I've got a couple that I'm thinking okay. of. Um... Um, 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 it makes me think of, first of all, when, um, I mean, these are sort of bad. I feel like I should think of a better one. No, go for it. Okay, so, um, the accents that the characters have remind me of when Niall does his accents. Mm. I feel like he does, um, those accents, and Niall really likes to do different accents, and I feel like... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people always, um, like, will do the donkey voice or, like, the Shrek yeah. voice. Um, and, yeah, so it reminds me of that, too. I mean, that first. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, no, I was just touching my winged liner. That's God, the dang worst. It. Hopefully I didn't mess it up. <laughs> it wasn't even that good today. Way to be off point on my birthday, winged liner. Oh, Way to God. be. Um, but, oh, God, I'm tra- what's a better one than that? Um, oh, you know, Lord Farquaad kind of reminds me of Naughty Boy. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> like someone who is trying to overcompensate because they're not a big deal. Oh my god. You know? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Like, And trying to like, yeah, um, trying to overcompensate for not being a big deal and like using other people to do your work for you. I don't know. Can we just talk about that for a little sec? Because I feel like I haven't yeah. had like um enough. I mean, we haven't really. I haven't wanted to talk about Naughty Boy because it's like not really worth it. But like, um, mm-hmm. so we put out a song with Beyonce, right? Like a couple months ago, and like I like only listened to it once, and it was so forgettable and like not great, and not because of Beyonce. Like only freaking Naughty Boy would make a Beyonce track like forgettable and not great. <laughs> like that takes talent. Wait, what song? I don't this? even I know. I couldn't it. tell you the name. It wasn't her new one though? It was right? months. No, 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 no. I love, I love that song. Um, Formation. It's yeah, great. That one's really. This awesome. is like an old song. It's like you know months and months ago. Like no one really talked about it, and it's Beyonce. It should be like headline news, you know? But. You know, Naughty yeah. Boy just glowed, wow. you know, dimmed her shine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's all I have to say. I don't know how we went to Shrek from... So, okay. Lord Farquaad works. Yes, that does does work, and I got to have my little rant. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so your last one. Um, I hope this sound thing is okay, because I know our sound is very off right now. We're, um... We're actually FaceTiming because Kara's in England, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the connection sometimes, like, speeds up her oh, voice. Oh, yeah, yours so too. Who knows? <laughs> so, like, hopefully we're not speaking at the same time. Um, but, uh, so my last one for you, in honor of February the 14th, 
is Valentine's Day, which is another movie I quite like. Um, so yeah, make the connection to Valentine's Day. Oh man, okay, Valentine's Day. I, for some reason, I'm thinking of the proposal, but that's not the same movie. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've listened to. <gasps> that's such a good I know. movie. Ryan Reynolds is also a babe. Oh my god, I forgot who's in that. Too many babes. Out I was just there. thinking about the cute dog that was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the Green Lantern. I never saw that one. Oh, I need to see Deadpool. That's why he's coming in next, and it like looks really funny. And he's honestly so hilarious on Twitter. Like recommendation today is go follow Ryan. I, Reynolds. I was just looking at. Pick, I was just looking at tweets about his daughter it's or something. so funny. And it was really funny. Uh, what a good guy. Uh, oh, okay. Ryan so, you Reynolds. know, he was supposed to be on the show, um, Graham Norton, when um, Zayn was supposed to be on it. And, like, <gasps> oh, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. pissed that, like, Zayn canceled because Ryan Reynolds has, like, t- like tweeted about One Direction a bunch of times and, like, Zayn a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would have been a beautiful interaction. And, like, now it's probably never going to happen dang again. dang it, Zayn. <sighs> Screw you. I know. Why, Zane? Why did you break my heart like that? <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm just buying time. I forget what... Oh, Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm, 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 hmm. I'm, like, really hyped up right now. This game, like, really stresses <laughs> me out. It is. It's so hard. Because also, like, you know you can't think, so you, like, have to talk the whole time because yeah. editing And then, out, like, I like, can't like, do annoying. multiple things at once, so I'm just, like, yeah. really thinking about Ryan Reynolds, and then I'm like, Kara, you need to be thinking about Valentine's Day. Um... Valentine's Day. There's just so many plot lines in this. Like, I can't even remember really any of them. Um, We have what? We have George Lopez and his wife. Don't remember that one. Does he have a wife in the movie? Something about flowers. I don't know. Flower truck. Yeah, he was a flower. He was a flower florist. (laughs) Flower florist. Then we have Ashton Kutcher and uh, what's her name? Who ends up not wanting to marry him, but then he, like, makes out with. Oh, we're ruining. I know the movie, what the heck. The way, if you spoilers. Seen it. <laughs> spoiler alert! Don't listen anymore if you haven't seen it and you want. Oh, to okay. It on I have one, so we don't spoil the movie anymore. Okay, go. Um, this is probably not the best one. Um, but night changes just because I feel like so many things change in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like you know, when you just think of like the night changes music video, like relationships change like in an instant. Um, you know, there's just so mm-hmm. many things happening and like even just a music video of Night Changes, like there's different relationships going on and like um in Valentine's Day it's it's sort of like pretty similar in that way. There's just like different yeah, yeah, I really like that oh, one. Thank you. Good job. A plus. Thanks. Um Okay, so your last one, um, since I was gonna do Star Wars, but I'm gonna change mm-hmm. it to Magic Mike XXL, which we just watched together a oh. couple months ago. Nope, a couple weeks ago, I think. I don't know when mm-hmm. we did that. Um, so yeah. Go ahead. Hmm. Magic Mike. I mean, I know we talked about a number of the connections oh, as yeah. we watched Magic Mike, which was that one of the characters, what's Matt his name? Matt Bomer. I mean, I don't remember his, like, actual name of the thing, but, like, Matt Bomer's character. But the actor. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he reminded us a lot of Harry, yes. just in the way he was, like, very quirky and, like, spiritual. did weird spiritual things. Yes. <laughs> and God knows if Harry actually does that, but in my mind, exactly. Harry, like, does yoga and, yes. like, drinks, like, kale smoothies and is weird. Yeah. That's, like, why... I love, I love how, like... Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, that's why, like, I sort of, like, made Caitlin watch it, because, like, I had watched it once before and, like, really enjoyed it way more than I thought I would, and then I was, like, this, like, mm-hmm. when I was watching it for the first time, I was, like, this is Harry, like, as a stripper in an alternate mm-hmm. universe, so, like, I I was, like, I told Caitlin <laughs> that I feel like that's one of the points that, like, kind of drew you into the movie, because it's, like, it's... Oh, yeah, definitely, because yeah. <laughs> I just pictured it was Harry the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, I really like how 
there's very distinct personalities that I have for each of the boys that really could, are just off sort of a vague, like, sense of them, and then you kind of, like, (laughs) exaggerate it. Like, yeah, we've known Harry, like, sometimes drinks smoothies and does yoga, like, maybe once we actually knew he did yoga or something. (laughs) But, like, in our heads, he becomes this, like, yoga, green, peace-loving, quirky, like, person. But I, I like that. I think... It's, it, it, I don't know, it, like, goes to show you don't know them too well, but they, they, they become who you sort of want them to become. I guess that's sort of, like, um, what we were talking about, like, with the whole idolizing a relationship or idolizing a person when, like, you put them up really high and then something happens and it's a long way down, yeah. like, kind of with Zane. Mm. Um, what I was saying to my sister the other day, I mean, this is completely off topic, but um, uh, she was... Uh, she, we were talking about Zayn and she was like frustrated but like sort of liked his music or something mm-hmm. and I was saying I think what you have to do is like reckon you don't have you can't hold him to the standards of One Direction anymore like he's a different person you mm-hmm. know like you look at Justin Bieber and she likes this is Jessica my sister oh, okay. Rebecca um she likes um Jessica really likes like love yourself or whatever which she also likes it because Ed Sheeran wrote it um with him but um like, you can like Justin Bieber's music. I mean, I can't, but, um, like, there's people that are celebrities that you don't respect their all their decisions, but you still, like, like their art form. Um, but, and, and, but, like, with someone you hold to such a high thing, like Zane, like, uh, you expect him to be, like, the person you want him to be, mm-hmm. and that justifies you liking their music. Mm-hmm. But I guess you have to take down the expectations of him being the person you want him to be in order to allow yourself to enjoy the art he creates, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, which, like, we've built, we built Zane up as a certain person and, like, we build the boys up as these people, um, but maybe they're not necessarily that. This kind of got a little bit too deep for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but back to whatever movie. What was it? Oh, yeah. XXL? Yeah. No, I just want to think... comment on that because I thought it was, like, a really, I thought it was oh, a really okay. good sidetrack um, or, like, a good, like, oh, okay, side good. point um, because I think... I don't know. I think, like, we, 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 I feel like we talked about this and, like, how weird, like, the concept of celebrity is and, like, how, like, we don't really know them, Mm -hmm. but, like, we do this whole podcast about them and we feel like we know them and we feel like we know their characteristics. But, um, yeah, it's, it's always, like, sort of hard to grapple with, um, when you have a picture of, like, someone in your head, even, like, if it's a real person, you know, um, and then, like, finding out that they're different, um, it doesn't mean you have to, like, dislike them completely. You just have to sort of, like, reconcile um, that people are people and, like, people mm-hmm. do stupid things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you and I are actually both perfect. Yeah, that's so true. That's fair. That doesn't happen yeah. with us, but, um, you know, other right, people. Yeah. The other mortals, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's sort of a stupid connection that I have, but, like, the dancing that each of the boys does reminds me of, like, the dancing in, um, in the, uh, movie, just because, like, I feel like each of, like, Liam, Louis, uh, Harry, Niall, <laughs> I just named them all, <laughs> they each have, like, distinctive dance moves for, like, if you were, if someone else were to do them, you'd be like, oh, that's totally Liam. Mm. Like, you know Liam's, like, iconic dance yes. moves. Harry's iconic dance moves. Like, oh, there's yeah. things that they do. And, like, the sort of the basis of the movie was each of the guys was, like, 
doing us like their own like dance sequence or scene or whatever it is based on like their own interests and what they're good at and like uh embodying them each as a person so like I don't know that that makes me like think back of like each of the boys iconic sort of dance and like what represents them as a person yeah I love that can you imagine like all of them trying to be strippers (laughs) I I hope. I, I want them to go on that show, the dance-off one, the lip sync Oh my god, battle. yes. That would oh be great. Man. Okay, I remember one of our listeners, Patty, um, she asked us once to do, like, if one of the, if the boys, like, were on that show, like, what we'd want them to do. So we have to do that. I'm writing all these down Ooh. because we have so many yeah. things we need to do. Okay, good. Okay, because that's, like, that would be a great segment. There really are. Okay, yeah. Yep. And there's suggestions we've gotten recently, too, from some of our listeners that just seem so awesome. Oh, yes. I'm so, so excited. I'm excited. I just feel like I'm so much more alive in this episode. I just feel like invigorated, like refreshed. Um, hope, you are yeah, alive. I just Karen. feel like, you know, I am alive. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was a fun segment. That was Make fun. the movie connection. Maybe we can do one in the future where we get listener write ins and we mm. both have to think of something. That would be um, fun. Or something cool like that. Some obscure movie. Um, so yeah, let us know if you have ideas for that and we can just chuck it on our page that has everything that people sent us that we need to use Mm -hmm. page. Um, uh, oh, I remember what the announcement that I was going to make earlier that I said, I feel like I have another one. Um, but then I never said it. So I'll just make it now. Um, before we go into recommendations was that, um, we are going to be on top of emails from now on. Now I say this. (laughs) With high hopes. So I know in the past we've been really bad at responding right away to emails. Um, sometimes, like, I'll respond immediately, but other times it's, like, six weeks. And, uh, but we've been trying to get back to everyone, and I think I've responded to everyone so far. So if I haven't responded to you and you sent it a really long time ago, send it again um, just because I should have seen it and should have responded. Except for Lucia. I know, I'm so sorry, who, Lucia. Um, Kara has decided to take on your incredible email, and she has been saying she's going to do it forever, yes. and she hasn't, drag so me. you can blame Kara drag for that. Drag me so <laughs> uh, much. I will drag you, Honestly, Kara. everyone drag um, me. But yeah, I'm going to be... <laughs> yeah. So, Lucia, tweet at Kara to tell her to respond to your email. Well, I'd like to respond as well, but Kara wanted to head that one up. Um, but yeah, so... We will be answering emails better from now on, and I'm going to try to promise you guys that because I think it's important to be on top of that. This reminds me of... Um, can I just tell a quick story? <laughs> this go is ahead. really this weird. Is I don't know why it's like about. triggered this memory. Um, but in in third grade, I think, um, me and my group of friends like um, got up in front of my entire class, and I don't really know how to explain this, but we ha- I was in a class that had like... Um, first grade through fourth grade and like we all had like our separate like you know grades but like we often did things like all together it was like a multi-age program and so I was um me and my friends you know we we had like some real soul searching we had done at recess that day and (laughs) um so we decided that we were um from that point on you know under that tree we you know we had this tree that we just did a lot of like deep talks under and under that tree that day, mm-hmm. we decided that, that from that day on, we were going to be nice people. So we thought that it was completely essential to go up in front of 80 other kids in our group 
in our class and stand and make a presentation almost for like 15 minutes just talking about how from that point on we are going to be nice and we are going to be kind and you know I think there were like some (laughs) I probably cried you know there was probably some tears these were heartfelt words um you know, um, I don't know Baby why. I, I don't know why this was necessary. Um, I probably, I, I probably was mean the next day. To be honest, I mean, I, w- I wasn't the best kid. You know, I probably like didn't let people into this tree or whatever. Um, but you know, I think I've grown mm-hmm. as a person. I'd like to think. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. And do you still live by that being a nice person? I mean, I try every day. You know, I wake up and say. I'm going to let mm-hmm. people into the treehouse of my heart. <laughs> wow. That was Thank beautiful. You. That was a great story and metaphor. Um, everyone follow Kara's lesson. God. Um, okay. Recommendations <laughs> this week. <laughs> um, my, I have two recommendations this week. The first one is to watch the sign language version of Pillow Talk by at Fruitful Harry, and Fruitful is spelled F-R-O-O-T-F-U-L, Harry. Um, and I know I mentioned her on a past episode, thanks to one of our listeners, Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 on Twitter, who recommended us watch some of her videos for One Direction's lyrics, uh, songs in sign language. So just go check out the one for Pillow Talk, because it's really awesome, and it brings new meaning to the song. Um, and then my second... Um, recommendation this week is for everyone who reads fan fiction um, every year what happens in the fan fiction community are these these big things called big bangs where people um, you have people who are collaborating like the uh, uh, someone who writes a fic and then someone who does some type of art so either like a soundtrack or like a picture or a photo collage for the um, fic and they collaborate together and all of the fics are like over 30,000 words which is quite long and um, it's just really cool and I know um, it started today so the first one was released today and I'm really excited to start reading it. Um, So you can just, I think you can just google 1D Big Bang, or uh, there's a live journal account in, a, in an archive of our own account. So, or or just tweet me, and we'll tell you where it is, and I'm sure we're gonna post it as well. But um, it's just like everyone, and so from like now until some other time every day, there's gonna be fix released um, about One Direction, which is really awesome, and I love the fan fiction community. So, yeah, if you wanna read, if you've never read before, this is a cool time. If to you've start. never read before. <laughs> <laughs> like read a f- read fan fiction before <laughs> a lot of authors <laughs> a lot of the really good authors participate in this uh like collaboration so like if they haven't been writing or you don't haven't seen their work for a while it's because they're s- writing for this so like finally we're gonna get new stories that are released by them which is really good um because i feel like there's sometimes like a little dull in the fan fiction community where there's nothing being put out that I'm interested in Mm. reading Um, but now I feel like we're going to be flooded with really good stories so I'm excited that's great man I have so many novels to read for my classes that I feel like I don't have the brain capacity for a big bang but maybe I will it's probably gonna be those things that I have like a million books to read but then I end up reading like fan fiction um yeah I'll send you the good ones okay sweet awesome um (laughs) my recommendation I feel like is 
really weird. I feel like Caitlin had such good, like, awesome, really useful things. And mine is literally just to go look at Louis' Instagram of the pancakes he made. <laughs> um, his Instagram is louiet91. And, um, yeah, uh, it's his, you know, second most recent Instagram post. And they're pretty interesting and probably what... Pancakes. I, I don't think I've ever. I've tried to make like the fan. What the fake pancakes that are just like eggs and bananas, like the healthy ones. And like I've made those, but I haven't made like real pancakes. Ew. So like I feel like this is like what my pancakes would be if I tried to make some. So I like feel deep spiritual connection mm-hmm. to these pancakes. Um, and Louise. And like I just love that he like, like captioned it Pancake Day, and then like did like four like ellipses. Um. Because I feel like that just mm-hmm. really, the punctuation just really matches the tone of the pancakes. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't actually get to have any pancakes on yesterday that was pancake day. Um, because... But isn't it a British holiday? I feel like yeah. we, as Americans, don't do it, which is stupid. Like, why don't we have that I don't holiday? know, but it's, it's like, very... Everyone in friggin' yeah. England was tweeting pictures of their pancakes. And they're, like, they're not, like, uh, American pancakes. They're, like, almost, like, crepes, I think, what I've seen. So I'm definitely need to go, like, out and explore some places and find some that I can have, even though it's not Pancake Day anymore. But, you know, every day is Although I hate crepes. They're gross. Oh. (laughs) I don't think, yeah, they're not the best. Like, I feel like of all things, like, they're they're kind of low. Pancakes are good. Pancakes are Crepes are not good. Yeah. You have to get some good pancakes, though. Um, Like, chocolate chip, bomb. Always great. Always classic. Uh, I have to have chocolate chips. I've ruined myself for normal. Like, I, this is, if I were to make pancakes, mm-hmm. like, I need chocolate chips smothered and then syrup and Aunt Jemima, everything Aunt Jemima. I hate the real stuff. The real stuff is gross. Not as good. <laughs> and you can never go wrong with also ice cream on Oh, wow. Pancakes. I've never had that. That's very interesting. I mean, intriguing. Yeah. Mm. It's just a good combination. Mm. Unhealthy, but healthy for your mental very health. Very true. Let's be honest. So true. So that's my recommendation. <laughs> okay, let's... <laughs> that was good, Kara. Okay, tweet of the week this week. Mine comes from Harry. Um, <clears throat> on February 3rd, he tweeted, Thank you for your kind gift. I saw it, and I think you're amazing. Thank you, H. Um, uh, this is obviously in reference to the money that was uh, raised for his birthday, um, money was raised for the Malala Fund and for, um, what, what's the other one called? Um, sli- Switchboard? Yeah, Switchboard. Um, and a ton of money was raised. So that is incredible. And it, I'm glad he saw it. And to, to make that connection with fans, again, is really good to acknowledge, um, what is happening over in the fandom community where it's just the fans. There's no backing from anyone else. And I saw... Um, an interesting comparison tweet. I think it was about Justin Bieber and how he tried to raise money for his, like, 21st birthday a while ago. And, like, I don't know how much money was was raised, but it wasn't close to how much money the 1D fandom raised without any backing from One Direction, which I think just goes to show you how... Yeah. So, like, even if Justin Bieber was tweeting about it, the fandom itself, our fandom, raised more than... Justin Bieber, so uh, that's cool. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. My tweet of the week comes from our very own Caitlin I.R. Foster on Twitter. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that gap. I feel, 
I'm so famous. Honestly, you are. Um, so this is, it says, thanks, bud, at Harry Styles. I can always count on you to wish me a happy birthday. And then attached to this tweet is an incredible, um, picture, image, artistic creation, I guess. It's, um, Mm -hmm. Harry Styles, I don't know why I just called him Harry Styles, Harry, um, posted on Instagram, (laughs) Um, a picture wishing some other rando uh, have a birthday. I mean, I know who it is, but, like, more importantly, it's Caitlyn's birthday. So, um, Caitlyn edited right. herself in the picture and then somehow edited um, it to say Caitlyn and I are foster. I'm, like, really impressed with your editing skills, man. Like, how did you use the exact same font Thank and everything? You. Like, the, it just, it's just unreal. Uh, I, I screenshotted another... I screenshotted where someone had used, like, my oh, name on Instagram. wow. Magic reveal. Yeah. I know. At first I was like, what is the font? I was like Googling, but then I realized, be smarter, Caitlin. You're smarter than that. And it's so weird because like, um, I was gonna, I was like looking through Instagram this and I saw that, um, he posted a happy birthday thing. Um, and I was gonna tag you in it. And like the exact same second I went Mm -hmm. to go tag your name, like that tweet popped up and I was just like, we're on like the same wavelength. It's so weird. Um, but I really love your creation. So so everyone go check that out because it's beautiful. It's great. Thanks. Um, I particularly liked the amount of background that's still left in my oh, silhouette. Oh, yeah, me too. Body. I think it really adds something to it. <laughs> it does. Not... I was using paint. Oh, I have no God. idea how to... I'm like, the, the, the dumb thing where if you, like, make one jagged mark to, like, into yourself. Yeah. You know, like, because it's, like, free form. Yes. It just screws it's it all up. Anyway. Um... So, our question of the week this week is, what story do you see woven throughout the album, and would you pick a different song order than us? So, I'd really like to hear some of your song orders, guys, so let us know, tweet us, write us, whatever. And then general feedback, obviously, for anything we talked about, if you have opinions on whatever um, for this whole show, and opinions and thoughts and I don't know where I'm going with this. Anything recommendations you have or anything you want us to talk about for main discussions because we do always have song analyses that we can go to but something like this was really cool and unique and different um, this episode so any suggestions like that where um, maybe comparing old album songs and these ones anything like that um, let us know. Um, But thank you so much for listening to episode 34 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on at talk underscore direction on Twitter. Um, Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website, talkdirection.tumblr.com for the show notes for these episodes. Go follow us on Instagram. It's just talkdirection for cool 1D related posts about our lives. Um, and then you can also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And then also, if you head over to iTunes, you can subscribe to our podcast, which means that um, it'll pop up right in your podcast feed as soon as we release the episode, which is nice because we also release bonus episodes, and you don't usually know when those are going to hit. And if iTunes is not for you, you can follow us on SoundCloud and get our episodes that way, or if iTunes somehow breaks down, because that sometimes happens to some of our listeners, so SoundCloud's also a great um, way to listen. Um, I'm Caitlin. Oh, I'm, I'm Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm just gonna text like, my mom. Is the connection that in though? <laughs> wow. That was so funny. I was like, is the delay happening? Because like sometimes it takes a little no, while, but then it was idiot. very long. Thanks, mom. Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time for episode 35 bye, bye.